You are now tuned in to the Panthers podcast exclusively for true diehard fans of the Carolina Panthers. And now, here is your host from Charlotte, North Carolina, Christian Lawrence. What's up, Panther fans? I am back. This is your host, Christian Lawrence, for the 2020 Panthers podcast. Thank you for listening. And today, we are going to talk about something that has been talked about pretty, uh, <laughs> I'd say pretty much for the entire offseason, uh, going back to when Matt Rule became our new head coach for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the topic is letting go and embracing the new change and the new era within the Panthers organization. This is from an article uh, off of the catcrave.com. Just going to really breeze through it and uh, read with you what uh, was written in regards to this topic. Um, Some sections of the Carolina Panthers loyal fan base are having trouble moving on from the Ron Rivera, Cam Newton error. Me personally, for those of you that know me personally outside of the podcast, you know that I have always been a huge fan of the Ron Rivera and Cam Newton regime. Uh, regardless of the 15-1 and MVP season that Cam Newton had. Um, for all of you diehard Panther fans, you know whether or not you like or don't like Cam Newton, the energy and, and, the, and the vibes that he brought to the community of Charlotte and the Carolinas was just unheard of. Um, you know, going back to when we had uh, other quarterbacks, Jake DeLome and whatnot, and even back in the day, Kerry Collins. I mean, we've never had a quarterback that just came in and just got you so hyped up for a game. So hopefully Teddy Bridgewater can definitely uh, can uh, obviously take that into stride. But um, in the article, it really discusses a few things, right? So um, it goes on to say that if you're having trouble embracing this new era of the Carolina Panthers, trust me, you're not alone. Um, it's still hard to believe that just two seasons ago, this looked like a team that can make another deep playoff run. Because of that, I was in major denial that the team ownership would press the quote-unquote rebuild button even after the Horatius 2019 season. Um, so going back to when we first had Ron Rivera uh, being assigned our head coach and drafting Cam Newton over uh, number one overall in the 2011 NFL Draft, it was a fresh start for for all of us, right? The Panthers hired a first-time head coach in Rivera. He earned his stripes in three different organizations before arriving in Charlotte. Um, like I said, we also earned the number one overall pick in the draft. Um, thanks to the crazy nonsense, crappy season we had in 2010 with Jimmy Clausen, that was probably one of the biggest busts in Panthers history. Um, despite all the naysayers, Rivera and GM Marty Herney, they took Cam Newton overall, number one. And, uh, from the very first game of his career, I mean, everyone saw it, right? I mean, we knew this guy was going to be special. Uh, in addition to a great hire at the head coach, Ron Rivera, uh, and a dynamic playmaker quarterback, 
Um, the front office rewarded us with very awesome additions. And, and Greg Olson, who was a steal. If you don't remember, we got Greg Olson from Chicago for our third-round draft pick. That will probably go down in history, in my opinion, for as far as the Panthers organization. That was probably the steal of the century. I mean, we got Greg Olson for a third-round draft pick. Come on. Uh, and you look at the back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons he produced and the amount of uh, offense he brought to the table. You know, so we got Greg Olson, and you bring in Luke Keekley and Josh Norman. So we didn't have to wait long, right, for this new era to see success. You know, you go back to 2013, and the Panthers celebrated the NFC South Championship for the first time in five seasons. This was a big deal. The following year, they made history as being, uh, they were the first back-to-back divisional champs since the formation in 2003, and then even managed to win a playoff game for the first time since 2005. So that that right there by itself just brings you back those those nostalgic memories. Um, and none of us are ever going to forget, right, how we felt in 2015. I mean, we absolutely witnessed Cam Newton dismantle and really outscored the entire league with having Ted Ginn as as his best wideout, right, and, you know, not having Kelvin Benjamin because he got hurt during the uh, offseason. Um, and I still don't think a lot of people uh, really, really uh, appreciate what happened in 2015 going 15-1 and one with – relatively no name receivers you know kb got hurt and you know we had philly brown uh cory brown philly i call him philly brown call him philly cheesesteak um you know and so it's just it's very interesting and then obviously on the defensive side luke keekley and the defense just absolutely suffocated opponents i mean and you can't even forget that thanksgiving performance uh when we played dallas on thanksgiving day in 2015 I mean, Luke Keekley with those pick sixes, I mean, it was just nuts. Um, as great as it felt during the regular season in the playoffs, it was followed by what we all know as the horrific feeling following Super Bowl 50. Um, the 2016 season was not any better. Um, in 2017, the Panthers did get their groove back. We had core players like Newton and Keekley and Olsen obviously still contributing. Um, we got Julius Peppers back. Um, which obviously added the veteran leadership on the defense along with Thomas Davis. Uh, And then obviously in that draft year, we went and got the infamous Christian McCaffrey to add to the mix on offense. Um, You know, but although the team's inability to beat the the Saints cost them a deep playoff run, um, there was still this confidence that the core could definitely compete uh, as far as going and playing at the next Super Bowl. Um, the faith was rewarded with a 6-2 and two start in 2018, and unlike previous years, Newton had career highs in completion percentage and showed even his harshest critics that he could win from the pocket because we all know that Cam in the pocket, when it breaks down and he runs, good luck. Um, but there's no need to rehash what happened since then. Uh, but for many of who who thought the Panthers would bounce back, this new reality will take a lot of getting used to, uh, especially for me personally. Um, you know, as we definitely anticipate the 2020 season, hope uh, 
barring that it actually happens, which I think it will. Um, there's a few things to, to really help you move forward and em embrace the change. If you're one of those fans that are like me and you've had to really adapt and just kind of get used to the new mentality, the new coaching staff, um, really just the entire rebuilding process. Uh, number one is obviously just this, remembering that in sports and in life in general, change is going to be inevitable, right? We have no control over anything that happens to the team. And so we have to acknowledge that things will always change, whether we like it or not. Um, remember back when Dave Gettleman got rid of Josh Norman and we all were like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? And then, you know, getting rid of Steve Smith. I mean, there's been I mean, if you look back at the Panthers history, there's definitely been this time and time again of uh, these these patterns of getting rid of such valuable players. And we're like, oh, my gosh, like this can't be happening. But that's just the way it goes. You know, we got rid of Cam and a lot of us love Cam. Some of us don't like Cam. But regardless, it's just that's just football. It's business. And, you know, we have to just accept it. Right. And the next time the Panthers have a winning season and we um, become super relevant, then I think a lot of people, including myself, uh, you know, will will kind of uh, I want to say jump on the bandwagon. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that hype that we all got in 2015 when everywhere you went in, in in Charlotte, you know, everyone's dabbing. You go to the Harris Teeter and people are dabbing. You go to the Great Quips for a haircut. People are dabbing. I mean, it was just dab, 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 dab everywhere you went, man. It was just, it was unreal. Um, number two is just staying positive, right? I mean, Matt Rule has definitely built a reputation for creating successful programs in college. Um, it remains to be seen what he can do at the pro level. Um, but let's give him a benefit of the doubt, right? And let's be optimistic uh, optimistic about what he can do in Carolina. Um, we also know that the Panthers should be very competitive on offense. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater played well last year, obviously, with the Saints. He's very familiar with Joe Brady's scheme, so that's definitely going to be a plus. Uh, not to mention that McCaffrey is coming off one of his uh, his historic stellar seasons that we've ever seen in NFL history from, from a running back. Uh, we all know what Robbie Anderson can do. Obviously, we got him from the Jets. Um, he is probably as speedy as Curtis Samuel. Um, so obviously him with Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore, we know what the, we know where our wide receiver core is capable of doing. Uh, if all else fails, we could just be rewarded once again with a draft pick high enough to put Trevor Lawrence, uh, maybe even Justin Fields in the Panthers jersey next year. Who knows? Um, but I don't think the season's going to be all that bad, personally. I mean, I'm getting really antsy and really kind of fed up with all these uh, other uh, mainstream platforms projecting the Panthers to win two, two maybe three games this year. So, um yeah, I mean, I'm not even I'm not even going to get into that. Number three, um, you know, taking a break, especially from social media. This tip is really important because as fans, you know, we do feel guilty when we don't watch games or we're not somehow immersed in what the team is doing. Uh, watching the Panthers lose so much last year was was so mentally and emotionally draining. Um, especially that Falcons game towards the end of the year last year where um, after Ron Rivera had been fired, 
Um, I, I remember Matt, uh, Matt Ryan dropping back and finding Julio Jones for like an 86-yard touch, whatever, 86-something yard touchdown. Just unbelievable. Obviously, Dante Jackson uh, tripped up, which wasn't really his fault, but I guess it is what it is. Um, if the team happens to slide this year, um, you know, find an activity that makes you happy and check the scores later. I mean, I, me personally, I'm going to watch every single game until it's over just because I'm like OCD. I like to know every single play. I, I mean, I, I have to watch every single play. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I most definitely do. Um, but if you're, if you're the kind of person that gets fed up and you're just like, I can't watch no more. Teddy Bridgewater's throwing five interceptions. I'm turning this game off. Go spend some more time with your family and friends. Read some books. Play video games. Go exercise. There's options out there. I mean, if you play fantasy football, you know, watch other games. Cheer for players in your starting lineup. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to probably tune into a few Patriots games and see what Cam Newton does because um, I'm still a pretty huge fan of his. Um, but all in all, I mean, from from hosting this to the Panther fans that listen, I mean, no matter how you choose to, to really cope, just remember that in almost, you know, a three-decade history of the franchise, we've always bounced back at their turmoil, okay? So the journey to bringing the Super Bowl to the Carolinas, it's been a long one. Um, this is just going to be one more chapter. And if you've uh, been going, you know, watching the game since back when Foxy was in Carolina, good old John Fox, when we had the the crazy year where we won, uh, we went one and fifteen. I think we were the, we were the first. The Panthers were the first team to ever go one and fifteen, and then two years later be in a Super Bowl. So, I mean, you definitely have to understand that just because things don't look so great right now, that things do will uh, in time things will bounce back. And you, if you've been following training camp and you've been following what Matt Rule has been doing so far uh, with the training camp sessions, especially watching. Um, the Panthers YouTube channel um, uh, with Jake DeLome hosting with our uh, with our with our new announcer. I think her name is Kristen. Uh, it's been very interesting to see the drills that have been going on. I mean, it definitely seems like the tempo is there. Uh, Matt Rule definitely knows what he is doing. So let's not you know let's not freak out. Let's not you know let's not jump jump ship and and go pull for the Steelers like most people in Charlotte you know does. Um, I would just say you know what appreciate the memories that we've had with Ron Rivera, who by the way if you didn't know he got diagnosed with cancer. Um, hopefully it's, a uh, um, not as bad as it seems. I mean, cancer is a pain in the ass. That, that's unfortunate. Uh, my, my, uh, my uncle actually had the same type of cancer that Ron Rivera was diagnosed with. It was a uh, lymph node cancer, uh, in his lymph nodes. My, my uncle actually had it at 66 years old, uh, and he actually recovered from it just well. And now he's, uh, living a pretty healthy life. So, uh, Prayers and thoughts go out to Ron Rivera and his family, uh, hoping that he can have the same success with that. Um, but going back again, just appreciate the memories and times that we did have with Ron Rivera and Cam Newton, um, you know, and we'll just see what happens. You know, again, I, I don't think that the media is right in terms of only, you know, having us win two or three games this season, but hey, um, for you diehard Panther fans, you know, and this has been a thing for year after year now, 
the when the Panthers are under the radar, the Panthers shine. And that is very, very, very true. Think about the times when the Panthers have been on the radar and we have been ex- we were expected to 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 uh, you know to excel and succeed. Look at the 2016 season. 2016, you know, we had that rough loss in the Super Bowl and you know, we were still pretty much favored in 2016 to, you know, to repeat. We had much of the same team. Um the offensive line was crap and uh we didn't really realize that until the until the year got going, but you know, 2016 was just a, a, you know, a throwaway year, you know. And so you look at that and then you go back and look at times when the Panthers weren't on the radar and we were under the radar. And that was the 2015 season that people forget about. In 2015, we lost Kelvin Benjamin right in the middle of the offseason um, or preseason rather. And that was really the only big receiver we had. We didn't have Steve Smith. It was just Kelvin Benjamin. I mean, he was supposed to be the the buzz around the Carolinas. And as soon as he went down, I mean, you didn't hear nobody talking about the Panthers. I mean, even Josh Norman, Josh Norman wasn't even known. I mean, we, we had, we had already had Josh Norman for a couple of years. Um, and he didn't, you know, so it's just like the pieces just fell, fell together. And, you know, so sometimes when you have a team like that, that just is not getting the recognition that it deserves, that can sometimes be a a blessing for your for your organization uh, in terms of uh, what you how you feel and what you're gonna do with that passion to to ignite your team. So let's just keep positive vibes and just be thankful that we have uh, an owner in David Tepper who is uh, definitely not afraid to spend his money. Uh, there's one thing that we've seen in history with the Panthers is just that, man, we get these awesome players as soon as their contracts are over. Yeah, it's peace out. You know, um, Tepper doesn't seem like he's that kind of person. Uh, obviously, we just paid Christian McCaffrey, highest paid running back in the NFL. Uh, underneath McCaffrey would be Ezekiel Elliott. Um, whether or not Tepper wanted to intentionally make McCaffrey the highest paid running back, I don't know. Um, I am leaning towards probably yes, because that's Tepper's kind of personality. He likes to be the like alpha, uh, you, you could say of like the ownership. So, um, I like it. And, um, I definitely think the future is going to be bright in Carolina. So for everyone saying this is going to be a throwaway year, this is a rebuilding year, you know, it is a rebuilding year, but hey, I mean, I mean, I'm again, I'll, I'll say it again, and maybe I can follow back up on this podcast after the season's over and say maybe I told you so to some of the media outlets out here, even locally. I do not think the Panthers will win two or three games. I really think it's possible that, you know, that we make a run that maybe seven or eight. I mean, even seven and nine, even though it's a losing record. Seven and nine would still be pretty impressive, con, you know, considering the circumstances with COVID nineteen, um, the complete overhaul of coaches for the most part, and um, new, uh, uh, you know, we're not really new ownership because we've had Tepper, but really just the first time that we've had a full on like completely different everything. I mean, I mean, if you've been watching again, if you've been watching training camp, it's crazy out there. I mean, it does not look like the old Panthers team. I mean, they are running drills and doing things that are, I mean, you can definitely tell the the energy is up, the tempo is up. So let's just, um, let's mimic that as fans and let's just show the Panther Nation and uh, 
that we are strong and that we will keep pounding and we're not scared of what people say. Um, and we believe in our organization and we believe that uh, we are the future of the NFL, um, despite being the youngest team right now. Um, the Panthers are going to be the next franchise of the NFL in terms of, you know, how every single year is the Patriots, 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 Patriots. The Panthers are on the verge and they're in the process of building to have that kind of status. So I will leave it at that. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you follow me, uh, follow the podcast as well. Uh, you can go on Twitter. We are, uh, our handle is pretty much the same. It's Panthers pod. So twitter.com slash Panthers pod, Instagram.com slash Panthers pod. Uh, if you want to follow me individually as your host of the show, you can follow me. My handle is Christian UNCC. So Christian C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-U-N-C-C. Yes, I went to UNC Charlotte. Go Niners. Um, But with that being said, we will uh, keep on following the latest updates from around the league and around the Panthers organization. If anything crazy happens, whether it's good, bad, uh, in between, we will definitely let you know. But until then, you guys keep pounding. Go Panthers. And uh, we're so close. We're so close from that very first game. So, Uh, Y'all just keep making it happen and keep cheering us on and we'll catch you on the next podcast. Y'all take care. Stay safe. God bless.